Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hey, everybody. Thank you for jumping on today. Um, I wanted to, I was actually going to record last week, but unfortunately I wasn't able to, but I wanted to um, talk just a minute. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm so grateful. Um, You'll probably notice if you listen regularly that the last two Fridays, I haven't been able to drop a interview. And um, like in the past, when I was starting, when I was doing my podcast early on, um, sometimes I would stress myself out really, really bad trying to find interviews and everything always worked out and they always do. And I have had some interviews fall through or things that just didn't work out. And I totally understand that. And so um, what I've decided is, is until I'm able to get some interviews lined up and I'm just going to keep releasing Tuesday um, podcasts, which are just sharing with you some spiritual insights that I've had that have brought light into my life and that have helped me. And um, I know that the interviews are super popular, um, like in comparison to the listens, because, you know, it's a, people are fascinating. Their stories are fascinating. That's why I love to interview people is because everyone has a story, multiple stories, and people's lives are just incredible. And I've always enjoyed people and talking to people and asking questions and learning and growing. And so until I'm able to um, get some interviews lined up and set up, I'm just going to keep releasing a podcast every Tuesday and share with you um, just some of the things that I've been learning or growing from or having insight to that um, I didn't notice before, or I did, and I'm just adding upon it. So again, I appreciate you all listening to my podcast. I'm so grateful for you. And I know that there are millions of podcasts to listen to, and um, I'm grateful that you choose to take time to listen to mine. So thank you. Okay. So I got to tell you where this, this podcast, this, I, this, these thoughts, feelings came from. Okay. So, um, I went to Utah, um, a few weeks ago to my, um, closest girlfriend's daughter got sealed in the temple. And so, um, I was down there leading up to the ceiling and, um, was able to just spend time with Gina and, and one night while we were together, Ken, so Gina and Ken have a neighbor, his name is Bill and Bill was baptized. I want to say seven years ago. I think that's what they shared with me, maybe almost eight, like seven and a half. And since Bill, I mean, I've known about Bill for many, many years. They've been neighbors for 22 years. And, um, Bill, the missionary that taught Bill the gospel seven years ago was here from Brazil, was in the United States from Brazil. And so 
Ken happened to run into him. Ken and Gina right now are serving at a, um, a Spanish branch in Ogden. And while they were there, this elder that taught Bill the gospel and was a missionary with him, um, he showed up. And so Ken invited this young man to come over to their house and have dinner. And this was, um, the night before Elizabeth's ceiling. So, um, Bill came over to the house and I had never been able to sit down and chat with Bill. I'd seen, I'd seen him outside when I I've been in Utah and, and things like that, but I've never really been able to sit and talk to him. And so this missionary, before the missionary showed up, we were just waiting for him. This, I mean, obviously he's older now he's married and he's from Brazil and he's just here visiting. But before he showed up, Bill and I were in the living room together. And so I just started asking Bill a whole bunch of questions and trying to learn a lot about Bill. And he shared something with me that I, I remember just random things that just kind of touched me and impressed me and are inspiring to me. And Bill told me, <clears throat> I said, Bill, what changed your mind after 22 years of living there that made you decide to listen to the missionaries or learn more about the gospel? And he shared with me two things. And the one thing that I'm going to tell you about what he shared with me was he told me that for years as they were neighbors when Gina and Ken's kids were little, sometimes they would throw over rocks into Bill's yard, just being kids, you know, kids do those things. We just, I remember throwing rocks and things like that when I was a child too myself, but they, and Bill had a dog. And so he would tell Ken and Gina, look, the kids are throwing rocks in my yard. And he told me that the thing that um, that shocked him and surprised him was that Gina, that she never got angry at Bill for telling her as a neighbor that her children were throwing rocks into his yard, which were could possibly hit his dog or bother his dog and affect his his landscaping. She thanked him and she made sure to take care of it and talk to the kids. And he told me that watching her and Ken over the years, the way that they treated one another, they treated their kids, they treated him as a neighbor, even when he was saying things to them that they probably didn't really want to hear, they were never unkind to him. And when he told me that, I just, kindness goes a long, long way. And so today I just wanted to share with you some of my thoughts about kindness and being kind and under the Bible dictionary, under kindness, there's the word charity, compassion, gentle love, because we know that Christ-like love, which is charity is kind. And I don't think we understand as human beings, how much kindness goes such a long way in, um, affecting other people's lives. I, um, I love this, um, Camilla Kimball. She once said, never suppress a generous thought. And that's one thing I, I shared with you in the past that I have, I had a, 
a, a really good friend growing up, Heather Stewart, Heather Velarde now. And um, one thing that Heather did so well that inspired me was she never suppressed a compliment. She never suppressed a kind word. Um, and I desired to experience, like be like Heather in that sense, to make sure and compliment other people and find good and tell them the good. Um, in the scriptures, multiple scriptures, different scriptures, it says uh, Christ with everlasting kindness, will I have mercy on thee? Charity suffereth long and is kind, which I said to you guys earlier. Remember brotherly kindness, decisions to be made in brotherly kindness, influence to be maintained by kindness. Redeemed shall mention loving kindness of their Lord, the redeemed shall. We have the ability to change someone's day or hour or experience by the way that we treat them with kindness. Just like with Bill, it took years and years, but him watching and observing and seeing how he was treated with kindness when he was telling Gina things that were probably hard to hear as a mom, and she could have lashed back and been unkind to Bill, but she wasn't. Um, I loved Joseph B. Worthland. He's gone, but he passed away. But he once gave a talk called The Virtue of Kindness. And I want to just share you a story he started out um, in his talk. He said that many years ago when he was a bishop, he had a desire for the bishopric to go out and he, they wanted to visit all those in, that were less active in their ward and to see if that there was anything that they could do to bring the blessings of the gospel back into these families' lives or these individuals' lives. And one day he went and visited a man in his fifties who was a respected mechanic. And he told him the last time that he had been in church was when he was a young boy. So this mechanic was telling at the time, Bishop Worthland that he hadn't been to church since he was a young boy. He said that something had happened. He told uh, Bishop Worthland that he had been acting up in class and was being noisier than he should have when the teacher became very angry pulled him out of the class and told him not to come back. He said, I never did. Elder Worthland then says, it was remarkable to me that an unkind word spoken more than four decades earlier could have had such a profound effect, but it had. And as a consequence, this man had never returned to church, neither had his wife or children. Um, it left me thinking a lot. I mean, I, there have been so many kind acts done to me or for me or for my children. And I just wanted with that little story from Elder Worthland, before I tell you the rest of the story, I wanted to share some with you. Um, so when Hayden was younger, he just was full of energy. Um, his little brain just thinks differently and, and acts differently than our brains. And I, I can guarantee you as a mother, I was sweating all the time when I would go to the library with him or the grocery store or um, out in public or to church because I didn't know what he was unpredictable. And so I didn't know what to expect. And I was sweating bullets. I would have to really gear the kids up. I had to learn very definite parenting skills um, with him because 
I like one of my things is I'd play a game with the kids and tell them to touch the cart, like hold on to the cart. Like we had, it was all I had to do games. And if you hold on to the cart, you know, mom will take you to the library or we'll go to the park or uh, we'll go on a walk when we get home. Or so I constantly had to get creative as a mother to find ways to keep him by me and not running off and not misbehaving. And so in consequence, there were some people in his life in primary and young men's and young women's and that really struggled a lot with him and had very hard times. I remember one Sunday and I want you to know that I'm not holding any, this is just how it is. And I understood it. But one Sunday I was met, we were sitting in um, Sunday school and one of the primary presidency members came in to us and said, he is not allowed to come back until you can figure out, you know, how to get him straight. And so we, Matt and I came up with a system, um, a checklist, a chart that he would give to his teacher. And then we could sit and talk about it when he got home. And it was marking like, did I listen? Did I participate? You know, did I keep my hands to myself? So he, Hayden taught me so much in, in his level of unpredictability and excitement and hyper, he taught me many skills as a mother that I don't think I would have learned another way. And so when some of these adults that were over him treated him unkindly, it hurt me as a mother, but I also learned skills because of this challenge, but he was blessed with two primary teachers that thought he was incredible. And one thing about Hayden that I learned over time was that when people genuinely loved him and cared for him, he rose to the occasion. And he never wanted to disappoint these two women, Barbara and Liz. They made him feel that he was important to them. They loved him. They spoke kind words to him. They would come up to Matt and I and tell us how much they loved him. They couldn't believe they were so blessed to be with him. And it just would make me cry. Like I literally would sit crying as they're talking to me or I will never, ever be able to give them enough gratitude for sharing their kindness to our son. And when he became a youth, we moved to a new ward and <laughs> I've, I've met, I think we've told this story before Matt and I, or I told it when, you know, a while back, but we were finishing sacrament meeting and we got up to leave and we were newer in the ward. We'd been there. I don't know, a couple months, two, three, four months. I don't know. It wasn't long. And an older gentleman came up to us and he said, I'd like to talk to the two of you about Hayden. And we said, Oh no, what happened? What, what's going on? What, what, what did he do? <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Like that was our first. And they said, we just wanted to tell you how much or I just wanted to tell you how much I love him and I love his insight and I love his thoughtfulness and I appreciate him. And that was Lamar. And then, um, we had another brother in our ward, Ira, who would literally come up to me on a regular basis and tell me how wonderful he thought Carter and Hayden were. And I have to tell you, because you're at home, you're watching them be loosey goosey, silly teenagers, you know, making mistakes, you know, 
being mean sometimes to each other, to their siblings. And so having another person that just wholly loved them and was kind to them was just heartwarming to me as a mother. Some other things that I thought about one time, um, Matt and I went to the Idaho Falls temple with Madeline and Carter when they were newly married. And I was in the locker room and I was just getting my things together. And a woman walked up to me and she gave me a beautiful compliment that just touched my heart and it's stayed with me and it carried me the rest of that day. And it just was so kind of her that she took that moment to just step aside and, and be, say some kind words to me. Also recently I was at the grocery store and I was just shopping. I was, a, I like to go in the early morning hours or the late evening because it's quieter and not as many people are there. <laughs> And I was just grocery shopping, pushing my cart. And a woman literally walked over to me and she said a comment, a, a kind compliment to me. And I was just like, whoa, I, I was so touched. It just filled my heart with light and joy and happiness and gratitude. And, you know, <clears throat> I was so thankful that she didn't suppress a kind word. She didn't suppress a, um, a generous thought to me, like Camilla um, Kimball said. Another thing that um, happened is I love to thrift. I'm a thrifter. I've been thrifting all of my life. Um, since when before we started having Madeline, I was thrifting. I knew Matt and I would, I would be a stay-at-home mom. And so I knew that a lot of my purchases were going to be thrift stores and secondhand, and which I love a garage selling Matt and I used to garage sell all the time, but anyway, I go to a thrift store in town and, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago, a year ago, the cashiers, as soon as you'd walk in, even though they're kind of far away, they would say, welcome. And at first I like looked back, it shocked me because I wasn't expecting it. And so I smiled and nodded my head and said, hello. And I, I'm sure it's just new store policy, but now, when I go in, it makes me happy to hear them say, welcome, welcome to this, welcome to Goodwill. Welcome. Thanks for coming in. You know, those kind words, they carry far. So I want to tell you the rest of the story from Elder Worthland. Um, he said, I apologized to him, meaning the man, the mechanic, the 50 year old man. And I expressed my sorrow that he had been treated that way. I told him how unfortunate it was that one words spoken in haste and so long ago could have effect could have the effect of excluding his family from the blessings that came from church activity after 40 years i told him it is time the church made things right i did my best to do so i reassured him that he was welcome and needed i rejoiced when this man and his family eventually returned to church and became strong and faithful members in particular, this good brother became an effective home teacher because he understood how something as small as an unkind word could have consequences that extend throughout a lifetime and perhaps beyond. Elder Worthland went on to say, kindness is the essence of greatness and the fundamental characteristic of the noblest men and women I have known. Kindness is a, trans a passport that opens doors and fashions friends. It softens hearts and molds relationships that can last lifetimes. Kind words not only lift our spirits in the moment they are given, 
but they can linger with us over the years. <clears throat> and that's what I, my point of telling you these things about Hayden and about that woman at the Idaho Falls Temple, there's many, there's many people are good. Pe people are good. People are kind. That's why Bill could tell me that seven years after his baptism, the to one of the main reasons why he decided to listen to the missionaries was because of the kindness of his neighbors. Um, and at the end of Elder Worthland's talk, I just want to read to you what he said. When we are filled with kindness, we are not judgmental. The Savior taught, judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. He also taught that with that judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured unto you again. But you ask, what if people are rude? Love them. If they're obnoxious, love them. But what if they offend? Surely I must do something then. Love them. Wayward? The answer is the same. Be kind. Love them. Why in the scriptures Jude taught, quote, and of some have compassion making a difference. Who can tell what far-reaching impact we can have if we are only kind? And then he just says, my brothers and sisters, the gospel of Jesus Christ transcends mortality. Our work here is but a shadow of greater and an un unimaginable things to come. So I am just grateful for kindness. I'm grateful that I have been shown kindness and I hope that I am kind and loving and compassionate and caring to others and that they feel that from me and that they know that um, the most important thing we do is to love them. As Elder Worthland said, if you're obnoxious, love them. Wayward, love them. Offended, love them. Um, that's what we need to do is just work on our kindness. And I know I can. I know I can do a better job, especially at home with my own family, and find those things that will lift their hearts and cause them to be um grateful that I'm their mother and grateful that they're alive and that they have the gifts that they do. And I'm so grateful that Bill shared his journey with me of his story and that he shared about the kindness that he was shown. And that's what brought him to the church. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that all of you have a wonderful week. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.